dads. Being a dad is the most rewarding and most exhausting responsibility you have. In the whirlwind of life, you have so many things that demand your attention. Sometimes making memories with your kids takes a backseat. But it doesn't have to be that way. Join me, Aaron, a dad of four kids on the Dad Ventures podcast, where we dive deep on the adventure of a literal lifetime being a dad. We'll explore science-backed parenting strategies, review books and gear, and interview parenting experts with a special emphasis on being a dad. At Dad Ventures, we champion and celebrate dads and the unique value they pour into their kids. New episodes are live every Friday. Head over to wherever you listen to podcasts and find the Dad Ventures podcast, or go to adventures.dad and tap the podcast link at the top of the page. Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Deal to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheeltees.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Get some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at Deal to Heal Teas. Hi guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, then I know you'll enjoy the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I'm your host, Ernest James. And on my podcast, my guests and I discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can and should live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. And therefore, I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. To deal with their problems, heal from the pain, and to fulfill their purpose. So check out our podcast. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or even on Audible. And if you want to watch the podcast, check us out on our YouTube channel at Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. Until then, see you soon. Hey, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome to the Grow Dead Discussions podcast. I am your host, Ernest James, and we believe that the relationship between a father and a daughter is one of the most important relationships in a woman's life. Therefore, our mission is to promote the daddy-daughter relationship by spreading the voices of girl dads to the world and to give our love and support to all of our dads and their daughters. If you haven't already, make sure you guys listen, like, subscribe, and share uh, the podcast. Make sure you follow us on all of your social media platforms. And I'm going to tell you guys how you can win $100 from the podcast. But you got to stay until the end of the episode in order to get that information. Also, make sure you guys, again, make sure you guys are uh, subscribed to our YouTube channel. 
We actually share a YouTube channel with our partner podcast, The Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. So go to YouTube, go to The Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast and subscribe to that channel. And you'll also get the uh, Girl Dad Discussions podcast there in our playlist where you can watch the podcast. All right. All right. So today, just like any other day, we are blessed with the guests. Again, I am Ernest. <laughs> First of all, I am your host. <laughs> I don't think I ever said that <laughs> since we've been recording. I just assume everybody know who I am. But I, I am Ernest James. I am your host of the Girl Dead Discussions podcast. And today, just like any other day, we are blessed with the guest, Mr. Jonathan Mayo. How are you doing, sir? I'm fine, sir. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> yes, yes. So first of all, let me say thank you for being on because you could have been doing anything else, but you're here with me and my listeners, and we definitely appreciate it. And I wanted to let you know that. So, uh, Jonathan, do me a favor. Uh, introduce yourself uh, to my listeners and tell us who you are and a little bit about what you do. Um, I'm, I'm Jonathan Mayo. Uh, I'm a I'm a dad, first of all, a man of God. Um, I'm a man of faith. Um, I'm a barber by trade. Um, I got a couple of businesses I got going on, and it's just it's, it's been a journey, but I'm 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 rocking out, man. It's been a good season, man. I'm 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 the best version of myself, I could say that. And uh, my my daughter has she brought some light to my life and we, we've done some things together. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm very excited. I appreciate, I appreciate you bringing me up here. That's, that's what I can say. Man. Thank you. man. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. No problem, man. I, I, I love having this conversation with girl dads. Um, I know we were share, I was sharing a little bit uh, with you before we started recording, how I even got into this space um, yeah. is by me realizing that, you know, every woman that I had ever uh, talked to, um, and as far as relationship wise, I uh, was a fatherless daughter. And so I yeah, became yeah. A, a fatherless daughter advocate. And, um, also after having my own daughter, you know, and, and dealing with some things in that, in that space of the effects of fatherlessness, you know, yeah. so to kind of combat against that, I started this podcast, you know, as the girl dead discussions podcast, because there are fathers out here that are very active in the lives of our daughters. And I wanted to, you know, share our voices and, and promote that. So um, do me a favor, Jonathan. Uh, first of all, what is your daughter's name? And how many do you have? Let me say that too. <laughs> um, my daughter's name is Imani and I have one. <laughs> one, okay. <laughs> so my, my daughter's name is Ashanti. I have one uh, one also. Um, and she's a, she's a big girl, you know, like uh, mm -hmm. she's 20 at the time that we're recording this. You know, uh, so she's a big girl. She's not, I would say she's not a baby anymore, but she's still my baby, right? Yeah, yeah. My, my daughter, she's she's eight years old, man. She's eight. So yeah. She's she's like eight going on 28, right, 38, right. 48, not all the eight titles though, but right. yeah. So so let me let's go back a little bit. Uh how did you even find out that you were gonna be a dad? Um like me and or well, my ex-wife at the time, we was together. We was, I don't know, it just happened. <laughs> like it, it wasn't planned or nothing. It just happened. It was like, well, we pregnant. I, I didn't want to find out. Um, it was a girl. I was like, oof, I don't know how I will, how I was gonna go about this. <laughs> but I was still excited though, because I already knew my plan. Like I'm, I said, I'm gonna make sure she be a. My man goes like, she gonna be a daddy girl. That's that's just what it was right. like. I. 
yeah, I just seen certain situations and I just knew I want to be the best dad I could be. Hopefully, um, it just happened to be a girl. So I was like, okay, all right, let's go. Let's get it. So Okay. So is that the only only child you have? Just your yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's my daughter. Okay, cool, cool. So uh one of the things that I that I ask, you know, is uh, as fathers, we're always teaching, you know, our daughters, but what is something that your daughter has taught you even now? Ooh, that's a good question. She's uh, she's taught me um, patience. Um, how really how to like love though, like um, with my um, being in tune with my more of my emotion and being aware of things and observing. Like I've mm-hmm. observed a lot dealing with her and um, yeah, just observing a lot, like how to maneuver and different situations and she she has really taught me like she she kind of like helped me grow up too in a way um not saying like I was very immature but like how to really show up and be there for her and through conflict and obstacles and adversity and we were very close to the point she just it's like that girl she know me (laughs) yeah you know me. I'm like yo like we had situations where we would be in certain situations where we're um in places and it might be another female or whatever and they'll say something she just stepped right in like she my whole woman when she's not it's like why how, how did you know how you say that and in my head I'm like she kind of right <laughs> well, I, I didn't say that no, but yeah 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 <laughs> so how, how, yeah so so how was your relationship with her just as a newborn like how was that experience with you as, as being a new father you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But then you got this this newborn, you know, child. How was that whole experience for you? It was, that was exciting. Like, it was very exciting because, like I said, I wanted her to uh, be a, 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 a daddy's girl. So it was like I was holding her. I was doing everything. I would help her, get her. I would nurture a little. I felt like I was more than woman. I just couldn't breastfeed. But yeah. I, I felt like I was, I wanted to do everything, like, she dropping everything. I'm taking care. Like I was just like, yo, that that was just. I told I told him I was gonna tell him. I said, you go to work. I stay home. <laughs> like <laughs> that's how it was for me. That's how it was. I was like, I want to be very involved in stuff. So yeah, yeah. And and I know uh, I know we went myself. My daughter was a daddy's girl. You know, so everywhere I went, you know, I mean, she was with me uh, even as an infant. You know, carrying her, you know, because uh, at that time, me and her mom worked on different shifts. So I worked days and she worked nights. And so when it, when my off days or once I got home from work, like she was with me like all the time, you know, so she definitely was a daddy's girl. and still is, you know, even as a daughter, yeah. it don't change too yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> Except they don't be around, but the, the pockets they still hit them pockets the same <laughs> right yeah 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 so yeah so so as being a uh being a girl dad you know first of all just let tell me you know in your own words just like what does it mean for you to be a girl dad because like i know you said you know uh you wanted to definitely show up for her in in the right way you know what I mean? And you wanted her to be uh, a daddy's girl. You know, when soon you find out that's what it was, like, all right, she's going to be a daddy's girl. So just yeah. now as a father and being a girl dad, what does that mean to you, you know, just in your own words of how you view that? 
Um, being a girl that is like showing her how a a a a man should treat her, how a man should love her, how he should care for her, and how he should show up as a as a man in general. Because I want her to, I want to be an example for so I want to be an example for her so she she'll be able to be her, but also not alter who she's supposed to be. Cause I'm, I'm the example for her to be um, who she needs to be, but also what to look for in men, like whether they're abusive or whether they're um, not taking care of her. So the, for me, the bar going to be high. So she, she won't just get into any and everything. And, and especially when it comes to like the attention, if I'm saying, if I'm telling her, like, I even do this with her now. I do affirmations with her. I pray with her. I, um, I tell her she's beautiful, so she'll she'll do affirmations with me. I do affirmations. I speak over her, but also I she I tell her you're beautiful, you're kind, you're loving. So she'll know these things. So when men do come, they're like, man, my dad already told me that. And then even when she have events, I I, I bring her flowers, so they'd already be accustomed. She already accustomed to it. So when they do show up or or try to do these things. It's like my dad already do that. So that's nothing new. So you you, you really got to raise the bar now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, also even too, even when it comes to uh, communication, like me and her talk, even though she's eight, but I talk to her in a way that she understands that she's like, okay, um, men can communicate and they can be emotional, but not like in a way of like they're weak. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I still show up that way. So she see that side of me too. And of course I hug her and kiss her and stuff. So she know what the affection and different things look like. So it'd be, it'd be normal to her, but it'll be in a way like she knows that I know my dad loved me, but he showed me, he, he, he didn't just say it, but he showed me. And then when it comes to, like I said, other men, when she do start want to get married and, and date and stuff, It'll be like, okay, they got it. I already, they, I, my dad already did the basics and a little bit more. So you got to bring more to the table. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I like a, a couple, couple of things that you said. One, you know, just showing up and being that example. Um, and that was important to me also with my daughter, especially mm-hmm. after me and her mom uh, got yeah. divorced and, and separated. Uh, and later on, I ended up remarrying. And so even mm-hmm. in that, you know, I wanted to be the example with to her with, you know, my relationship with her mom, even though mm-hmm. we were divorced, you know, still showing her respect, still yeah. never saying yeah. anything down to her. Yeah. And then even, you know, after I remarried my relationship with, you know, her, her stepmom, you know, still respecting her and showing her that same respect. So that whether it was looking at my relationship with her mom or my relationship with her stepmom, I'm showing you, look, this is how you're supposed to be treated by any man. It don't matter how that how that works out. You know what I mean? Like you're mm-hmm. supposed to be respected. And so that was uh, really important to me to make sure that I show up, you know, uh, in that way. And um, another thing that you said, you talked about the affirmations. And, I, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more in the yeah. next segment when we talk about yeah. the core four. But definitely speaking that life over your daughter, you know, and being that example for those things that she's exposed to so that when gentlemen from the outside 
do yeah. eventually try to come. Yeah, you already set the bar. So it's like, yeah, I'm used to that. What else you got? You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like right. you just can't walk up for you with some, some chocolate and a teddy bear and then yeah. you hear, right. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, no, you're gonna have to come harder than that, you know. And so and, and another thing that you you mentioned too that I think is is good to to mention because I, I had this in a conversation uh with someone else talking about emotions and men with, with their emotions to be able to uh, show emotion and be emotional without, you know, looking at it as being weak. And so mm -hmm. I was having this conversation with someone and I was telling them, not only do we have to, you know, kind of change the wording and the narrative when we're dealing with our sons, because, uh, we, you know, as we you probably yeah. read the yeah. same as I'm like, you know, be strong with, you know, yeah. don't cry yeah. and all that. Like, no, mm -hmm. you can cry. You know what right. I'm saying? And it has nothing to do with your masculinity and it has nothing right. to do with your strength. It actually takes more strength, more inner strength to be able to show your emotions, you know, and be and be able to stand up and, and, and be that person, you know. Right. And so we got to change the narrative uh, with our sons. But then we have to change it with our daughters, too, so that as they become women, they don't look down on, you know, the men in their lives if they are emotional. You know right. that they don't right. see it as a sign of yeah. weakness. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it kind of go got to go both ways. We got to teach a, our sons that it's okay, but we got to teach our teach our daughters it's okay too. Because mm -hmm. as as you may know, as we get older, sometimes if you're dealing with, you know, sometimes women, you say something and it comes back up later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you you're yeah. vulnerable yeah. In, in the space and it yeah. comes back up. Mm -hmm. So you know we got to teach our daughters, hey, it's okay for you know, the, the men in your life to be emotional and you got to give them that space, you know, right. you got to give them, you know, that open space to express themselves and however they're feeling and you not tell them now, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So yeah, I, I just wanted to hit that because I think that's important. And I'll, I'll say, I'll say this important too, is showing her how a healed man regulate his emotions. Because mm -hmm. most of the time, like, um, I know for me, I, I've definitely done this in in um, relationships. I show up in a way of like I don't even know how to regulate my own emotions due to me not being healed, and uh, and I, I'm gonna be mad, I'm gonna be angry and upset, and then I then like I, then the women I was with, they never had a show me a safe space if I could put it like that mm -hmm. to be able to wear right. my emotions. Right. I want to be able to show her like. Daddy know how to regulate his emotions, and 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 when I when she sees a man that's like out of order, or he's just all, all emotional, but he don't know how to regulate. I like, oh man, I see my dad do this because that's the example I see. So it's like, oh, that's what they say. What they call it, red flags. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying these yeah. days, <laughs> they were like, okay, all right, well, my dad know even though he feel feel his emotions, but he's not lashing out on me. He's not cussing me out. He's not bringing me down, but he showed me that he still loved me, but he expressed himself. So, yeah. 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 And so, yeah, I think, I think that's important that, that we, you know, teach our daughters that again and teach our sons that, that we kind of change yeah. that narrative, you know, that mm -hmm. it's, it's okay for us to be uh, able to be vulnerable, you know, mm -hmm. and then even with this space, um, one of the other things that I, I'm very vocal on is creating a safe space for men, you know, yeah. to be able to to say how they feel and you know say their emotion, be okay with expressing it amongst ourselves. Because we gotta, mm. we also have to change the narrative, you know, because yeah. those of us that already are adults, 
you know, we some of us grew up in that time frame where that was how we was taught, you know, yeah. suck it up, be a man, don't cry. And so we grew up with that. And so now we're holding in, you know, things that we need to be able to talk to somebody about. And so now that's one of the things that I do. I'm very vocal about, you know, sharing my wins and losses and whatever I'm going to so that the yeah. next brother that I'm talking to knows that it's okay for him to share, you know? Yeah. And so we start having those conversations that, you know, we probably wouldn't necessarily have, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's, it's just because we don't feel safe, you know? And so sometimes we have to be the one to initiate the conversation to let the other brothers know, like, yeah, it's, a, it's all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all right. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be vulnerable. We we good. It's a safe space here. Because I actually read this book called um, uh, uh, Safe People. So that that really changed my life, too, um, about, like, how people are, are – like, even I had – prime example, I was reading a book, and I ended up having a conversation with um, my mom because I seen that um, Kurt Franklin documentary that – that touched me a lot. And I saw the part, where, you know, his mom and all this stuff and they're going through that. And I saw like, I said, yo, I need to have a conversation with my mom and we'll navigate through that or whatever. And that really helped me. Um, and I told like me and my mom was talking and I told, I said, I felt like my whole life. Cause I was growing up. I had my mom and I had three sisters. So I was with all women. So I had to tell her, I had really had to be real. And even like the women I dated and, and married per se, um, it was like, I told her, I said, my mom, I, I told her, I said, man, and I had to be real honest with myself, but I didn't know that this is how I really felt, but I had to be honest with her. I told her, I said, I never felt safe with women. I never felt safe. Like, and that was so pivotal, pivotal for me, even though I could be a safe, I learned like I got to be a safe space and stuff like that, but I never felt safe uh, with women. And it was like, yo, that's, that was so deep and pivotal for me. I was like, I didn't know I could go there, but it was really good to just release it off my chest. So yeah, so and um me um also working on my healing also it's been to the point like when me and her mom had um went through our divorce and separation stuff, my daughter was trying to like figure things out and she was like going through her stuff at the time um while she was uh, younger. And I noticed that when I started going to therapy and stuff. Um, I noticed she was like acting out and doing all these things and whatever she was going with through school. And I was like, what is this? So I took a step back and I was like, oh, she's going through this stuff because of what happened between me and her mom. So then I said, oh, let's start. So I started getting her in therapy herself so she can start regulating her emotions and start that process. And like <laughs> yesterday I had talked to her. I know I actually I talked to her this morning and she was like, because I'm trying to find her another therapist. She, she asked me, she said, daddy, she, she reminded me today. She said, daddy, I need, she said, oh, you gonna, we, go, we going to therapy. And uh, and she was like, oh, we going to therapy, but also uh, daddy, you know, you need to find another therapist for me. She reminded me. I was like, I'm sorry, baby. I, I got you. I got you. Because even in therapy, it really, me going with her to play therapy, it has helped me to see myself. Like I really, I didn't know parts of me as a little boy that I didn't get. And I was noticing, like, it was a situation where we was um, on the floor. We was, I was playing with her while she was in therapy. And I um, I noticed, like, when she was trying to open up something, and I was like, all of a sudden, I tried to, like, like help her and, and like, just, just step in. And I was noticed, like, wow, like, 
this was a pattern for me. Like I'm used to saving women or trying to what I, I mean, I didn't even allow her to even not even say fall, but I didn't even allow her. I just like, let me just, let me just go ahead and help you. And it's like, I felt, and I didn't know how much I felt. It, it was so healing for me. And the stuff that I see with her inside, I'm like, wow, like, this is how I'm showing up, but also yeah. it was healing for me and her to to bond like that and stuff like that. So it, it was it was cool because I was healing myself too. So yeah, yeah, man, and and I and I love that, and uh, I'm definitely an advocate for for therapy. You know what I'm saying? And I and I, you know, mention that every time I get a chance, I'm an advocate for it. You know, and and also we don't have to choose. You know, we got you got church and you got therapy. Yeah, we need right. both, right? We need both. We got spiritual man, we got our yeah. spiritual man, our natural man. We need help for both of them. You right, know, right. we need to talk right. to somebody else. Right. <laughs> for right. Both of them, right? So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm very big on on therapy, man, and, and I'm glad that you uh, definitely had had that that breakthrough. And that's why I'm even myself, like I said, I'm I'm big on therapy, um, because we don't know what we don't know. You know, and a lot of times we are we're carrying stuff, we're dealing with stuff, and we don't even recognize that we're dealing with it, or just carrying it, like you said, carrying something from your childhood. And I tell you what, I know I mentioned about you know my divorce. One of the things also that I realized going through my divorce as I was you know learning about you know what you know kind of was the the core root causes, I realized that I had some things that I still was dealing with, you know, mm-hmm. from when I was little and one of uh just to be vulnerable when, when I was younger, you know, it was like light skin was in, right? right. So me a dark skin brother, it was like I was always on the outside, you know what I mean? And so growing up with that and feeling like, you know, almost like not good enough almost because, you know, just during that time period that I didn't even recognize that that still played a part in me mm-hmm. as an adult because I was like, you know, I'm, I'm attracted to dark skinned women but right. I realized that was because when I was coming up, light skin was in. It was like, oh, the light skin, the girls wanted to talk to light skin, the dudes. Right, so right. in my mind, I was like, well, I'm going to go talk to dark skin, the girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So even right. as an adult, I'm like, oh, I'm attracted to dark skin, the women. It's like, yeah, because part of you still not healed. You know right. what I'm saying? Part of right. you still haven't addressed the fact that, you know, not only that you may be attracted to them, but you're only attracted to them because you part of you still feel like you're not good enough for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm I'm definitely big on therapy, man. And and, and we learn all this stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. When you yeah. start unpacking it and going back into your into your childhood, all this stuff comes back up, man. And so again, that's why I love this conversation. And I love this podcast to be able to have these conversations that we as men sometimes don't have. You know right. what I'm saying? So I'm very appreciate to, I appreciate appreciative <laughs> for you yeah. for even mentioning about you and you and your daughter going to therapy. Um, yeah. I know one of my first guests that I had uh, on was a friend of mine and his daughter at the time when we recorded, his daughter was only like two months. Like he was a brand new, new father, you know, wow. but one of the things him and his wife decided to do that they both would go to therapy so that they weren't passing any, you know, unhealed, you know, traumas mm-hmm. on to their, to their daughter. Cause this was their first child and they wanted to do it right. You know, they wanted to come in, heal themselves, you know, as a, as a unit. And I thought that was awesome, you know, so definitely want to hit a, uh, you know, congratulate and, and, and honor all of the men that stepping out 
and doing this this therapy thing because we we need it. You know, we need it. Yeah. We got to hold everything in. We can let some things out. And when you start letting things out, you'll be surprised what you find <laughs> that's hidden down yeah, in there, right? That, that unpacking, man. It's woof, woof, woof. That unpacking. And I, I knew when I was in therapy too. I, um, I was talking about some stuff in therapy, and my my therapist at the time. Well, we still my therapist now. He said, um, he said, yo. You never growing up. You never felt like you you was enough. And I said, mm. I said that changed my life. And from there, that's how my um my business came out of like him saying that I'm enough because I never heard it from my whole life. I'm trying to prove to people. I'm trying to uh you know fit in groups and shrink myself and all these things like that. And and then it ended up shrinking my voice and and not being. Um, seen and heard and all these things like that. So when he said, I'm enough, it sparked something. I said, I started, I woke up every day and said, I'm enough. I'm enough. I'm enough. And most men, we don't hear that. We don't even hear, I'm appreciated. And right. to hear that I'm enough, I'm loved, I'm cared for, we don't hear these positive things. And it was different for me to hear. Well, yeah, it was different for me to hear it from a man, like to say it. It was totally different. But also, like I had my, I stayed with my dad, so he showed me love in, in his way. I mean, we talked like we was pretty close anyway, but I never heard him um, speak it over me. Like he, I never heard him say it. He done a lot. He worked and stuff and try to provide, but it's a difference when you hear it and a, and a boy because um, we always looking for that affirmation from my dad anyway. I feel like as dads, we we give that stamp of approval, and then also too. We uh we have we give them the authority to to be them, but also we when we speak life over them, it just hit different than, than the mom would do because it's like okay, my my dad said this is it, that got to be real, like it, it got to be real. So it was like um, when he said that, I was like, yo, I, I just woke up and said I'm enough, and then I end up doing a, a YouTube. I'm enough, like I was just going in, like just started, just like yo, this is what what lane I want. I start, I found myself. And it was just like, that's where my coaching came in with um, being an affirmation coach. And I started, then I started to become what I wanted to be. And then I started to track what I wanted to become. So that's where all that came from. But yeah, like I would tell any, like any man, I'm saying, I want to tell them you are enough, brother. You are enough to be what you want to be. You are enough to show up. You are, you, you're the best dad you you, you are the dad that you're supposed to be the best version of you. Like, keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop it. Keep growing, evolving, and changing because it is for your daughter and it's for yourself. Because when you show up, it hit different. It's totally different. And people, there's going to be so used to the old you that you got to keep you going to be evolving and changing. They're going to be like, who is this guy? And your daughter going to love you because you are showing her the best version of you, and it's gonna be hard. But I'm telling you, guys, you are enough. Brothers, you are enough. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep going. Don't change for nobody. I don't care what people say about you because you're doing it. Don't give up, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we can't, we can't end that part no better than that. So I'm gonna leave that right there. <laughs> so we gonna, yeah. we gonna make a transition real quick. To our second uh, segment of the podcast, which is called our getting to the core uh, segment, right? And so uh, to my audience, uh, we have a 
um, an ebook that I wrote called The Four Core, which is uh-huh. the four core values that uh, every daughter should get her from her father. And you guys can get your um, copy of the ebook at ebooksbyejames.com. Uh, that's the core four the four core values that every daughter should get from her father. And again, that's at uh, ebooksbyejames.com as well as uh, several other ebooks that I've written that's that's on that website as well. Um, But we're going to talk about uh, um, the four core because I sent it to you uh, as I do with all my guests so that they can, you know, kind of read over it. So to my listeners, in case you guys don't know, um, the four core values are guidance, affirmation, Wow. Love and affection and protection. And yeah. so, uh, Jonathan, in your own, uh, I kind of probably know the answer, but <laughs> in your <laughs> own uh, view of those four uh, core values, you know, which one do you feel is more important to you to instill in your daughter? Um, really, miles of them words of affirmation. The reason why I say that is more because. It's kind of like what God did when, when in the Bible when he, he spoke it and it just became. So I literally take that as, like I said, you become what you are. You attract what you want to become. So if I tell my daughter every day she's beautiful, she's kind, she's anointed, she's uh, a queen, she's going to start believing that and she's going to start becoming it. And, and it's going to be like automatic. And I even had to do that to myself in certain situations. Um, me being a man, I had to say, Oh, you're a man of God. Like I said, you are enough. You are, uh, you, you, I had to the point I had to say, you are a good dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. You are a good dad. You, you're showing up today. I'm proud of you. Like I had to say these things too, because when we go through this adversity, especially going through separation, divorce, and it's like you go through that period, period of like, yo, I, I, I this is hard, and I still got to be a dad. We, because when you split, you know, you don't want to split, and you have the kid that that makes it even more. It's a difference when you don't have the child; you can just go your separate ways. But you got a, a mini me, that's like looking up to you still, and it's like she wanna like, why, why dad ain't in the household, or or she got remarried, and it's she going navigate this all through the head, all through her head, and it's like. Yeah, I got had to be there for her, but I really like speak life over her as much as even me praying for her is speaking life over her too. So that's what I I had to do. And the other things will follow. The other things will follow. So whatever you honing into, this that's your thing. But the other things will follow. You know, but speaking life like how God did for us because when He spoke, He spoke man into existence, and we just became, and now we're, we're here today. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I want to touch on uh, uh, something you said real quick about, um, you know, when you're going through those separations and your 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 children are seeing that, you know what I mean? So just as much as it's hard for you, you know, to go through a divorce and all of that, it's hard for them, too. You know, mm-hmm. but even probably even a little worse in their case, because they have no control. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you can choose to stay and you can choose to go. You know, and whichever one you choose, you can feel validated in your choice. But right. them as a child, they have no voice. You know, right. they have no say in the matter. It's like they're at the mercy of whatever their parents do. Um, right. So I definitely wanted to mention that so that we as as fathers definitely take that in consideration. You know, how we portray ourselves and how we, you know, carry ourselves in the midst of those uh, those things. Um, so I want to 
touch on that. So uh, last question before we before we get out of here, you know, so uh, we made, we asked about the the core four values, and I know I know affirmation is you know, like I said, I kind of figured I knew what <laughs> what you yeah, was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. But so uh, my 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 thing was the core four values. But if there was a fifth value that you can add, you know, from your own experience, your own mind, your own heart, um, what would that fifth value be? I think it will be, it will be, it will be love. Yeah. No, yeah, it will be, it will be, well, that's top two. It will be love. It will be grace. I'm going to say grace. Because I, the reason why I say grace is because, like, in any situation, you need grace to give the person room to grow. Cause even with my daughter, um, she have her moments. She have a child where she want to deal with me and she don't want to deal with me. So I have to give her grace enough to grow in the process, even when she's going through therapy. And remember, she uh, grace and, and remember she's human too. Like she's a, she's a child. Like she's a child. She's human. So I have to give her grace and errors, and also give myself grace too. And give her mom grace, even though you know how that be, but give them grace too to navigate through what they need to navigate through so we can all be in peace and harmony. And you know, we have our ups and downs we go through, but have, and communicating and all these things. But grace is is a big thing. Um, that we're still human and we're gonna make mistakes, but also we're trying to do the best we can with the situation, especially when. It's uh, separation and divorce and trying to navigate. You try to navigate. They try to navigate. Everybody try to navigate through it. And it, it can be a tough situation, but just give each other grace to be able to continue to keep going and and doing what you're doing because it, it just could be it just could be hard. It, it just be very tough. Very, very tough. So, mm -hmm. um, I, did, right. I did want to say this. I want to say something to you. I just want to say thank you and I appreciate you so Continue what you're doing. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't let nobody say nothing. And, and, and I believe in this podcast because it's going to touch lives. So continue to make in, this impact and change. And remember, you are enough, brother. Like, you are enough. Just continue to keep showing up, keep being who you are, and being the best version of yourself. And you are cared for. You are loved. You are anointed for a time like this. So keep going. Keep changing, evolving, and growing because you are what God is telling you to do. Like you, you're doing a great job. That's that's what I want to say. I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. I was going to actually leave us with the last word. <laughs> I think you might have gave it to us, but um, I tell you what, just real quick. Uh, if you can think, just think of something to to leave our, our fathers with, um, you know, that they can take away from from even everything that we've said, you know, tonight, mm -hmm. which I think is very. We've hit some some key areas tonight. Um, so just take a second, think about you know something that you want to leave our, our fathers with, because I always like to have my guests uh, have the last word, and so I give you some time uh, to think about that. Mm -hmm. uh, to my listeners, man, first of all, thank you guys for tuning in again to the Girl Dad Discussions podcast. Make sure that you guys are checking us out uh, at our 
our website. Our main website is the dealhealfulfilled.org. That's dealhealfulfilled.org. Uh, that's our main website where you can find out more stuff about what I have going on, um, including speaking uh, as a public speaker professional speaker, public speaker, however you want to say it, uh, as a speaker, as a podcaster, as a um, workshop host, different things that I have going on, as well as uh, the eBooks. Uh, you can also go to eBooksbyEjames.com. Uh, make sure you guys are checking that out. Checking that out. Again, that's eBooksbyEjames.com. And also our Deal to Heal Tees. Uh, everything we got going on. If you go to our main website, the dealhealfulfill.org, you will definitely be able to find that, uh, the links to check out everything we got going on. Uh, also, subscribe to our text line. Text the word subscribe to the number 866-326-0730 to receive text messages about new uh, episodes, ebook releases, event information, and all of that. And uh, I've been blessed to be a part of a organization called the Forgiveness mission. And what we do, we have free virtual workshops every quarter of the year. And we talk about forgiveness, what it is, what it's not, uh, who is it for, forgiveness of self, forgiveness of others. And we do that every quarter of the year. So four times a year, we have a free virtual workshop. So whenever you're listening to this, either one just ended or one is coming up. So you guys can check that out. Go to forgivenessmission.com to find out when our, our next uh, workshop will be. Or you can just go to Eventbrite and look up Forgiveness Mission on uh, for Eventbrite in order to register. Last but not least, I told you guys I would tell you how you could win $100 from the podcast. You can win $100 from the podcast by entering our super subscriber contest. What does that mean? That means first, you must subscribe to our YouTube channel, to our Facebook page, and to our podcast on Spotify. After you've done those three things, text the word WIN, W-I-N, to the number 866-326-0730 to qualify to win $100. The contest is ongoing and is random. And once you're in, you can always win. You don't have to re-up or anything like that. Once you do it one time and, and you uh, text us the word WIN, W-I-N, to the number 866 0730. You can always win that hundred dollars from the podcast, Mr. Jonathan. First of all, <laughs> once again, let me say thank you. I really appreciate you uh, for being on to sharing with us. I definitely appreciate your kind words for myself. And I want you to have the last word. So the floor is yours. Um, I just want to say to the men, just thank you. Continue to keep growing, evolving, and changing. But what I want to say is, is you didn't lose, you just got better. You didn't lose, but you just got better. And also, you didn't lose, you just got, you just learned the lesson. So continue to learn the lessons throughout what you're going through because the lessons is the blessing. Because sometimes we feel like, oh, I'm just doing this, so I'm just going through all this, but it's really a blessing because now you're learning character now. You're learning character, you're learning things about yourself, but also now you're showing up in a way where people see you different because you're evolving and changing and continue to grow, continue to hone in on the things that you love and love yourself enough when things no longer serve you, just let them go. Just let them go. 
and continue to be you, your authentic self. And you owe it to yourself to be the best version of you. Because when it's kind of like when you're pouring into a, a cup that's empty, you can't serve nobody. You want to serve out the overflow. So keep growing, keep changing, keep evolving, keep being your authentic self and being you. And make sure you love yourself enough to continue to be you. It doesn't matter what people say, what they think about you. Just be you at the end of the day. Because God loves you for who you are. And also, even though people want to put you to the side, but I want, but don't worry about that. But I'm gonna say, brothers, you got it this time. And your daughter's gonna love you continuously. And 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 whoever's in your vicinity and the people that's um respect you and your responsibilities, you got it. You got it this time. I'm going to say you got it this time. It don't matter what the other times happen. You got it this time. That's why I'm leave with y'all today. All right. All right. And we can't end it no better than that. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to the Girl Dad Discussions podcast. And until next time, you guys be blessed. Hey, hold right there. Don't dare skip this. This is an important message. Me and my boy, Albert Davis, we want to tell you about our podcast, Seriously Dad. Albert, why should they listen? Because it's the best podcast in the world. It's by two comedians who are dads. And you know what we're talking about? Being dads. It's called Seriously Dad. Check us out on social media at Seriously Dad Podcast. And anywhere you get your podcast, that's where we're at. We're funny. We got some great guests coming our way. We cover the topics you want to hear. Check us out.